In reality television, the people are represented by two separate but equally obsessed attorneys. This is their podcast. Hi, I'm Ceci. And I'm Angela. And this is the Bravo Docket. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bravo Docket. We are doing an episode of our legal brief today, and today we're going to discuss the defamation lawsuit that Michael Darby filed against Candace Dillard Bassett on February 15th, 2023. How dare he? Not cool. Not cool. (sighs) So this was filed in Virginia State Court in the Circuit Court for Loudoun County. It took us a bit to find it. We actually had to ask all of you guys to help us find it. And one of our listeners came back and emailed it to us. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, Do you want to talk about jurisdiction and venue and um, why this was filed, potentially why this was filed in Loudoun County? Yeah. So in, before you file a lawsuit, if you are an attorney and you have a client that comes to you and wants to file a lawsuit, first you have to figure out, among many of the other things, what court has jurisdiction over this claim and what's the appropriate venue and where did it occur? So it and that can be based on a lot of things. For example, where somebody lives, where somebody does business. And here... Michael Darby is saying that defendant, meaning Candace Dillard Bassett, transacts business in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And so that's why the jurisdiction is there. And then the venue is also proper because, according to this complaint, Candace Dillard Bassett has committed intentional acts and omissions causing tortious injury to Michael Darby within the Commonwealth of Virginia. You know, I thought I couldn't dislike Michael Darby more. And then he filed this lawsuit. (laughs) I know. So what we're going to do today is read through the facts of the lawsuit. We're not necessarily going to do a deep dive into the claims or any responses that Candace has made. We're just going to do a straight read and give our initial impressions of the complaint. So we'll start off. We can do a little popcorn reading. For those who don't know what popcorn reading is, I guess several of us in Southern California were told 
that when you're done reading something, you say popcorn and the other person reads it. And it's so freaking funny because we talked about that in a prior podcast episode. And I was listening to a random podcast with the guys from the show Workaholics because I used to love that show. I loved that show. And they were talking. Yeah, they have a podcast. It's hilarious for those who like a little bit of crass humor. (laughs) And they were talking about popcorn reading and I lost it. Some of them were like, I've never heard of it before. And then the ones that had grown up in SoCal had heard of it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a topic of conversation on our podcast. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew we would have that overlap? I went to public school in Central Florida and I made a comment saying, we're lucky I can read. No one was doing popcorn reading. (laughs) I had never heard of it before. And by the way, that's no shade to teachers in public school in Florida. Y'all are doing the Lord's work. I don't know how you're dealing with everything. You guys should be paid so much more than you are. That is no shade to you. All right. So this is the facts. It says, Defendant Candace Dillard Bassett is a regular cast member on the reality television series The Real Housewives of Potomac. And in parentheses, it says the quote R-H-O-P. In a footnote, it says the series is produced and published weekly by Bravo. On or about October 9, 2022, Bravo began publishing episodes of season season 7 of the RHOP. Mr. Darby is a prominent... Well, this is where he gets to write about himself. Mr. Darby is a prominent businessman, real estate developer, an individual in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland metropolitan area who has built extensive business and personal relationships and name recognition among members of the community. Mr. Darby is well regarded for his excellent reputation in the business community. I like how they had to put in the business community. I don't know anyone that has watched Michael Darby on TV that has come across and said, I just really like that man. I have such a good impression of him. No, no, no. (sighs) Paragraph seven. Mr. Darby has appeared on the RHOP as a non-regular cast member. Mr. Darby's wife, Ashley Darby, is, like defendant, a regular cast member. Ashley Darby and defendant have an adversarial relationship. The two frequently argue, and on more than one occasion, defendant has expressed her disdain and contempt for Ashley Darby and Mr. Darby. This is sidebar with Ceci. I'm assuming that he's putting this in here to show actual malice or just ill intent. Maybe. Or he's just providing some context for the judge to see the just context of why why it came out because he wasn't involved in the season. Which I know was intentional on his part. I'm sure he didn't want to sign another contract, wanted nothing to do with it, wanted to be able to go do whatever he wanted to do and not deal with the Bravo filming. But I'm also sure that he wanted Ashley to continue to make income in case she asked the court to break whatever prenup they have, which apparently is terrible, and wanted to be able to show she's making income. So that's my that's my assumption. Paragraph eight, on or about November 12th, 2022, defendant, meaning Candace, as part of her appearance as a cast member on the RHOP, attended a recorded event at Bluemont Vineyard in Bluemont, Virginia. Quote, the event. The event was attended by several other cast members of the RHOP, Bravo crew members, and staff employed by the Blue Mat Vineyard. Popcorn. 
All right. I just Googled it because I couldn't remember which one that was. And I think it was the vineyard where they were inside kind of all around at a table. And it was a really far drive out Mm. to get there. And it was like the shady lunch or something. Oh, was that Wendy's shady lunch? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, very beautiful vineyard. It's like very wooden and rustic on the inside and then has a huge expanse of green on the outside. But it's not at all in the city. Anyway, paragraph nine. During the event, which was recorded in full by Bravo, defendant engaged in conversation with other cast members, including Ashley Darby, while seated around a table. At a certain point, defendant and Ashley Darby engaged in a heated argument. Defendant, while addressing Mr. Darby's wife, shouted, well, come on, Mr. Darby's wife. Okay. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I mean, they were still married, shouted, quote, and this is bold, Ashley, now it gets underlined, your husband likes to leave you and go to a man named Censored's house and suck his dick. There's a footnote says the name of the man mentioned by defendant was censored by Bravo. At this stage, the band's full name and true identity is not known by Mr. Darby. Okay. (laughs) And then it says emphasis added. Popcorn Angela. (sighs) And instead of saying defendant, I'm just going to say Candace. Later, during Candace's monologue, Candace, completely unprompted, stated, quote, I was not supposed to talk about this person, but he says Michael Darby is a client of his. In making the statement, Candace initially hesitated and looked off camera indicated that what she was about to say was salacious and imprudent, but nonetheless proceeded to intentionally utter the defamatory statement. Popcorn. On or about November 13, 2022, defendants' defamatory statements were subsequently broadcast and published to third parties across the country, parentheses, and the world, as part of Season 7, Episode 6 of the RHOP. The episode remains viewable online at www.bravotv.com backslash the Housewives of Potomac backslash season seven backslash episode six backslash burning and beefing. Last accessed February 2nd, 2023. <laughs> I like how he included the world. It reminds me of the Jackie Beard Robinson lawsuit yeah. against Melissa Gorga and Envy and Andy Cohen and literally everyone that her reputation across the world is now tarnished. Defendant made these statements despite being fully aware that the statements and the factual implications contained therein were false or likely false. Further, defendant made both statements, underline, during a recorded episode of RHOP, meaning that defendant, here's another underline, knew her defamatory words and false accusations would subsequently be televised and published to countless third parties across the country. Popcorn. Paragraph 15. Candace's statements are not opinion statements. Rather, comma, the statements contain factual allegations about Mr. Darby, his wife, and his actions, which are demonstrably and provably false. Candace made these false statements with the intent that Mr. Darby's personal and professional reputation would be injured and that Mr. Darby's present and future friends, colleagues, business partners, parentheses, as well as the general public, would be dissuaded from associating with Mr. Darby. Okay. Again, sidebar with Sessie. This is so difficult for me because he did not have a good reputation from his actions on the show as it was. I mean, there's a video of him. Yeah, like how are they going to measure? Right. It's, yeah. Anyway, popcorn. Like, yeah. also, how is he going to prove it's not true? <laughs> <laughs> Were the court to allow this 
to go forward, it would be very similar to our past episodes, our Smelly Cat episodes, where Lisa Vanderpump's deposition was taken saying, did you say this? Was this something that Brandy heard from you? So they would have to get her to, in discovery, name the person, because ostensibly, according to this complaint, Michael Darby has no idea who this could be. So get Candace to name this person in discovery. Right. No, yeah. It's much easier for her to prove that it's true. Yeah. Yeah. She just has to bring the guy in. Yeah, to say. And yeah, and we were, oh, you brought this up, Ceci. When we were at BravoCon at the Potomac. Yeah, talk about that for a second. I don't think we heard it. We weren't there during the Q&A. I thought we were. Mm -mm. Oh, no, we missed it. But we heard. No, we were at the Atlanta one. We weren't at the Potomac one. No, we were in bed. <laughs> we were listening to it yeah, on we live were, stream. <laughs> when we were at BravoCon, when we weren't at BravoCon, we were back in our hotel room, furiously eating snacks and watching the Twitter live whatever stream was going of on Potomac. But we stopped <laughs> during the Q and A so we could get yeah. there. But everyone was posting about how this guy had gotten up during the RHOP Q&A and point blank in front of Ashley, I'm the guy who either sucked Michael Darby's dick or got his dick sucked by Michael Darby. Just flat out. Like, it. so. He said it and I remember we were watching and we were like, oh, that is not, this is not the place for this. And then Ashley very calmly responded, well, if that's true. No, the one that we were watching that was horrible was Atlanta. During that okay. Q&A, we were there in the audience when someone in the Q&A went off on Drew and said, how does it feel to me be the most boring housewife or something? Yeah, yeah. And that was just rude. It was like really bringing the whole room down when people made comments like that. They don't make comments. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Ashley reacted to this guy. I, but I watched it because I went back and they published it on Peacock, I think. I went back and watched it later because I remember people were talking about it. And Ashley responded really calmly and was like, well, every time someone else has said this, there's been pictures. I'll believe it if you have pictures or something. Got it. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So when we posted about this on Instagram, it was like, all we need is that guy to get deposed (laughs) if that's the guy and say it. Or all Candace has to do is play them that episode in court (laughs) from from (laughs) BravoCon, right? Yeah. Defendant's statements were defamatory. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And have irrevocably exposed Mr. Darby to public scorn, hatred, humiliation, ridicule, contempt, and or embarrassment. Mr. Darby has suffered tremendous economic and reputational damage as a result of defendants' defamatory statements. Quick note on that. First of all, I hope the court doesn't let this continue or go forward for the sake of Candy Gal. But if it does, making that statement that he has suffered tremendous economic and reputational damage puts all of that at issue. And that would mean that you would get to do discovery on all of his businesses, income, economics, not just currently, but in the past to compare. He put all of that at issue. So then we can find out how much money he actually has, where it is, and say, okay, you have to prove your damages here. That's an element of the claim. What are your damages? How much money? And then he would have to prove that it wasn't from bad business decisions or normal fluctuations in the market and show, oh, Candace's words had so much power that me, an international business tycoon, lost money on this. And he would have to prove that, which would be very difficult. So difficult, but I can't wait (laughs) if it does move forward. (laughs) Do you want to keep reading? Okay, this is paragraph 18. Further, Candace's statements are actionable because they objectively imply Mr. Darby has committed a criminal offense in the Commonwealth of Virginia, including, but not limited to, soliciting or engaging in sexual acts in exchange for money, which is a crime pursuant to Section 18.2-364, blah, 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 of the Virginia Code and adultery, which is a crime, and then it lists another code. So adultery is still a crime in Virginia, apparently? I feel like Virginia is one of those states that has those weird laws that, you know, do you remember reading about those as a kid? Like, Yeah. I mean, I live in Texas now, and it's way more terrifying here, I think, than anywhere else. Oh, well, those are real. If you're a woman. I meant those are real. Well, those are real, real laws. Yeah. Like some states have weird (laughs) laws that are laws, but are never in effect, like chewing gum or humming on an elevator. Oh, yeah. Or driving with bare feet, stuff like that. Well, apparently this adultery crime is still on the books in Virginia. And it's what I don't get. He already admitted to it in another season when he was caught. Didn't he admit to being in a hotel room with a woman who took the video? So Mm -hmm. this is so irritating. I feel like this is him using his money and power to scare people into not saying bad things about him now that he's not on the show anymore. Because I also noticed that he oh, only yeah. sued Candace. He didn't sue NBC. He didn't sue Bravo. So he didn't sue anyone with right. really deep pockets that's going to be able to shut this down very quick. You know what I mean? So he didn't sue anyone with really huge resources. He just sued Candace. And I feel like this is the perfect sort of lawsuit for a response with a slap action or something, which... I need to look up. I don't know if Virginia has anti-slap. They don't. That's why the Deb lawsuit was filed in Virginia. But I think they just passed one. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Candace, file an anti-slap. You just read here. He said that it it's accusing him of breaking a crime of exchanging money for a sexual act. I don't think she said that he paid to suck someone's dick. Well, I mean, she said 
Now, if you go back and look up, I think it does say that, like in the quotes. It says Michael Darby is a client of his. A client. So I think that's I the I took that to mean like like a business client. <laughs> oh, I, I immediately took it as it's a client, like prostitution client. That's how I immediately took it. Oh, no. I took it like it's someone he knows, like it's a client of his that he's worked with to like legitimize that there's a relationship there. I didn't even think. Oh, interesting. Another reason why, and I haven't gotten yet to the causes of action because this is my first time looking at the complaint. I'm assuming that the reason he's talking about all these crimes is because he might be pleading defamation per se. In some states, just accusing someone of committing a crime is defamation per se. It's just like straight up defamation. So that might be why he's saying that she's accusing him of committing these archaic crimes. Okay. Continuing. Paragraph 19. Defendant's statements are actionable because they are highly prejudicial to Mr. Darby and his profession and or trade. Additionally, defendant's statements, so Candace's statements, are actionable under Virginia's quote, insulting word statute, which is codified as VA code section 8.01 through 45. What? An insulting word statute? I'm sure he has it. This has got to be some East Coast puritanical kind of stuff. Oh, I'm clutching my pearls. These are the old timey, (laughs) old timey laws that don't make sense and are weird. You have besmirched my good reputation. Yeah. (laughs) Virginia. Candace's statements falsely accuse Mr. Darby of committing a crime or multiple crimes of moral turpitude. Such statements under well-established Virginia law are actionable as insulting words because they are deemed to incite violence and or breach the peace. Well, they better not film any more episodes of any housewives ever in Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, they're screwed if this is like how the law is supposed to be read. Paragraph 22 on January 17, 2023. Mr. Darby, by undersigned counsel, wrote to defendant, Candace, demanding Candace immediately cease and desist from publishing or making any further defamatory statements regarding Mr. Darby. See Exhibit 1. To date, Candace has not retracted or otherwise accounted for her defamatory statements. So the first count... And so we do have, a, hmm? we do have Exhibit 1. His letter. Mm-hmm. Probably more of the same. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, defamation per se called it yeah all right so his first count is defamation no shocker there it says the quotes are harmful and injurious to mr darby's reputation and subject him to public shame contempt ridicule and scorn and says the statements are false that candace made them with reckless and negligent disregard as to whether the statements were true or false She knew her salacious statements were false. She lacked any basis to form a reasonable belief that her statements were true. She knew that they would harm Mr. Darby's reputation. I don't think she thought they would harm his reputation. And that he suffered harm, economic and non-economic harm from her statements. Plaintiff demands $1 million in compensatory damages and $1 million in punitive damages plus interest and attorney's fees and all costs associated with this action for defamation. When you read that, all I could think of was the old Austin Powers, Dr. Evil. It's like, $1 million. (laughs) In my opinion, this is my opinion, this claim is such garbage. And this is my opinion. And it's just, he's had these things said about him. There's video that was shown of him touching people that didn't want to be touched. There was video of him in a hotel room at a casino that came out. There's 
all kinds of things that have been said on the show in previous and off the show. You know, the video was not, I mean, it was part of a storyline, but it was taken by somebody who wasn't on the show and published and sold to a tabloid. So all of this stuff was done. So how would he say, oh, these statements now have defamed me and those other statements didn't? How how would he even prove that? Like, oh, everyone had a really good opinion of me until when I decided not to be on the show anymore that, you know, my reputation is now damaged. I No, yeah, that's this. what I was saying. It's going to be really hard for him to prove damages unless he has some sort of letter or something where someone is saying, I backed out on this deal because I heard you may have sucked a D, which... <laughs> Would anyone pull out? <laughs> I don't know. Because that whoever, whatever business that is would be. <laughs> Sue them. It's like, it'd <laughs> yeah. be homophobic. It'd right. be saying, oh, right. yeah, because of your sexual orientation, I decided not to do business with you. But that's how he I, would prove it. Is I feel like this is an abuse of the legal process, in my opinion. This no, is how I, I agree. Feel. Yeah. And I was, let me just summarize the rest of the counts and I will go off with you. So there's <laughs> I can't, I'm like, I can't wait to rant. <laughs> yeah. There's defamation per se. Like I said, it's just something that is just straight up defamation. It's a lower burden of proof. And here it's because it suggested or he claims Candace's statement suggested that he committed a crime. And then it's count three insulting words. I don't practice in Virginia state court at all. This is the statute we were talking about. It sounds like that's part of the defamation statute. Maybe it sounds like this is very similar to what you... What you pulled in New Jersey, well, I think it's another way to make a defamation claim. Like in New Jersey, it's specific type of defamation when you pulled that, mm-hmm. when you like prostitution. allege, yeah, prostitution or that someone is uh, unchaste mm-hmm. in their <laughs> actions, which unfortunately, because of the way women have been treated for so long, a long time ago, having a reputation as being unchaste could mean that you wouldn't be able to get married and because women didn't have any rights and couldn't even have a bank account or anything, if you can't get married, then that is very harmful if for someone to spread those types of rumors back then. Yeah. But yeah, now well, this just like, says it it's codified as crimes involving morals and decency. So So accusing someone of doing morally indecent crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, one million dollars and then he wants a jury. One million dollars. Actually he's seeking two million dollars because it's a million in compensatory and a million in punitive. Punitive. So that's into that. Now let's go off. Yeah, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is our opinion that this is stupid. Yeah. This is our opinion that this is a scare tactic. It just messed up. It's messed up. And like, I think Ashley Darby knew that this was going to be filed when they were filming the reunion, which is why she gave her little statement about what a good husband and father Michael Darby is. And... She's she's shady. She probably knew it was coming and didn't give Candace any heads up. I don't know one way or the other. Shady. I she's clearly terrified of him is the way it appears. I mean, Ashley Darby, she's too terrified to take legal action to it seems like to do anything. She's living in a house that he has full access to that apparently they both are equal owners in the LLC, but we haven't seen the LLC documents. I mean, for all we know, he could have said, "Yeah, you have a 50% interest, but you have no voting rights. Like you don't have any you're not a managing member." You know, we don't know how he set that up. And he definitely is the old adage, he who has all the gold makes all the rules. He's got 
so much money and he owns a bunch of land in Somalia. There's a bunch of stuff with that. I mean, with the amount of money that he has and the resources that he has access to, that's that can be very scary, especially when you're not in the same position, which is why anti-slap laws exist. Again, I didn't think I could dislike this person anymore. And then he filed this lawsuit. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. No, the reason I said that Dart Ashley said the statement is because she knew she would get hit with a similar lawsuit if she didn't give the statement that he was a good father. He or probably he could just sent stop. her a cease and desist letter, too. Yeah, he could stop paying what? the mortgage. He could Ravenel her, you know, where he's using his well, influence and yeah, power just, and money and everything else. To me, she just about faced so quickly where she went from saying he was being a bad parent. And then at the reunion was like, who's the best parent ever? Like, he probably sent her a text or a letter being like, stop that or I'm going to see you or, yeah, pull out my money or whatever. I won't prevent you from being on the show, but if you're on the show, you better not say anything negative about me. So... I would, yeah, I wouldn't, I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. All right. I think we should wrap this one up here. This is a longer legal brief. Yeah. <laughs> Our rants took up more time. So this is a longer mini-sode, but, or it's a longer legal brief, but it's, it contained our rants. So. All right. Thanks, legal well, thank team. thank you for listening, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Bravo Docket is part of the ACAST Creator Network.